Good morning and welcome to Morning Prayer on Tuesday the 20th of July. We remember Margaret of Antioch. And today we have Psalm 5. We've got Ezekiel 18 verses 1 to 20. And we have 2 Corinthians 11, 16 to the end. Uh, no Lisa today. Uh, she's away this week, so uh, it's just me again. O Lord, open our lips, and our mouth shall proclaim your praise. The night has passed, and the day lies open before us. Let us pray with one heart and mind. As we rejoice in the gift of this new day, so may the light of your presence, O God, set our hearts on fire with love for you, now and forever. Amen. So, Psalm 5. Give ear to my words, O Lord, consider my lamentation. Hearken to the voice of my crying, my King and my God, for to you I make my prayer. In the morning, Lord, you will hear my voice. Early in the morning I make my appeal to you and look up. For you are the God who takes no pleasure in wickedness. No evil can dwell with you. The boastful can stand in your sight. You hate all those that work wickedness. You destroy those who speak lies. The bloodthirsty and deceitful the Lord will abhor. But as for me, through the greatness of your mercy, I will come into your house. I will bow down towards your holy temple in awe of you. Lead me, Lord, in your righteousness because of my enemies. Make your way straight before my face. For there is no truth in their mouth, in their heart is destruction. Their throat is an open sepulchre, and they flatter with their tongue. Punish them, O God. Let them fall through their own devices. Because of their many transgressions, cast them out, for they have rebelled against you. But let all who take refuge in you be glad. Let them sing out their joy forever. You will shelter them so that those who love your name may exult in you. For you, O Lord, will bless the righteous, and with your favour you will defend them as with a shield. Lord, protect us from the deceit of flattering tongues and lying lips. Give us words of life which speak your truth and bless your name through Jesus Christ, our Lord. And as with many Psalms, there are several aspects to this. I'd just like to focus on the last three verses. Those who take refuge in you, be glad. Let them sing out their joy forever. We had a, a worship time on Sunday evening. It was a very simple idea, just worship leaders, bring your guitars, bring some songs with you, and we'll just sing his praise because we can. 
and wait on the Lord. And the Lord was gracious and gave us a number of words of scripture, encouraging and uplifting words, but also words for this season. And we had a time when we just prayed for one another. You will shelter them so that those who love your name may exalt in you. And we exalted in him, in his presence. For you, O Lord, will bless the righteous, and with your favour you will defend them as with a shield. So at this time, as in every time, the first call is to be right with God. And he will show us his favour. And he will defend us with his shield. Now we have Ezekiel 18, verses 1 to 20, which is our Old Testament reading today. The word of the Lord came to me. What do you mean by repeating this proverb concerning the land of Israel? The parents have eaten sour grapes and the children's teeth are set on edge. As I live, says the Lord, this proverb shall no more be used by you in Israel. Know that all lives are mine. The life of the parent, as well as the life of the child, is mine. It is only the person who sins that shall die. If a man is righteous and does what is lawful and right, if he does not eat upon the mountains or lift up his eyes to the idols of the house of Israel, does not defile his neighbour's wife or approach a woman during a menstrual period, does not oppress anyone, but restores to the debtor his pledge, commits no robbery, gives his bread to the hungry and covers the naked with a garment, does not take advance or accrued interest, withholds his hand from iniquity, executes true justice between contending parties, follows my statutes and is careful to observe my ordinances, acting faithfully. Such a one is righteous. He shall surely live, says the Lord God. If he has a son who is violent, a shedder of blood, who does any of these things, though his father does none of them, who eats upon the mountains, defiles his neighbour's wife, oppresses the poor and needy, commits robbery, does not restore the pledge, lift up his eyes to the idols, commits abomination, takes advance for accrued interest, shall he then live? He shall not. He has done all these abominable things. He shall surely die, his blood shall be upon himself. But if this man has a son who sees all the sins that his father has done, considers and does not do likewise, who does not eat upon the mountain or lift up his eyes to the idols of the house of Israel, does not defile his neighbour's wife, does not wrong anyone, exacts no pledge, commits no robbery, but gives his bread to the hungry and covers the naked with a garment, withholds his hand from iniquity, takes no advance for accrued interest, observes my ordinances and follows my statutes, he shall not die for his father's iniquity, he shall surely live. As for his father, because he practised extortion, robbed his brother, and did what is not good among his people, he dies for his iniquity. Yet you say, why should not the son suffer for the iniquity of the father? When the son has done what is lawful and right, and has been careful to observe all my statutes, he shall surely live. The person who sins shall die. 
A child shall not suffer for the iniquity of a parent, nor a parent suffer for the iniquity of a child. The righteousness of the righteous shall be his own, and the wickedness of the wicked shall be his own. How important a message is that? That our rightness with God is down to us. It's not down to anything we inherit. It's not down to what others in our family or in our community or in our friendship group might do or say. It's down to us to ask the Holy Spirit to bring us to be in that rightness with God. And there's something important there still about the generational passing on. Passing on to our young people, young adults, to children, what it means to be right with God. And therefore they can be too, and they can claim it for themselves. Our New Testament reading is Paul's letter to the Corinthians, the second letter, uh, chapter 11, starting at verse 16. I repeat, no, no, let no one think I'm a fool. But if you do, then accept me as a fool, so that I too may boast a little. What I am saying in regard to this boastful confidence, I am saying not with the Lord's authority, but as a fool. Since many boast according to human standards, I will also boast. For you gladly put up with fools, being wise yourselves. For you put up with it when someone makes slaves of you, or preys upon you, or takes advantage of you, or puts on airs and gives you a slap in the face. To my shame, I must say, we were too weak for that. But whatever anyone dares to boast of, I'm speaking as a fool. I also dare to boast of that. Are they Hebrews? So am I. Are they Israelites? So am I. Are they descendants of Abraham? So am I. Are they ministers of Christ? I'm talking like a madman. I am a better one, with far greater labours, far more imprisonments, with countless floggings, and often near death. Five times. I've received from the Jews the forty lashes minus one. Three times I was beaten with rods. Once I received a stoning. Three times I was shipwrecked for a night and a day. I was adrift at sea, on frequent journeys, in danger from rivers, danger from bandits, danger from my own people, danger from Gentiles, danger in the city, danger in the wilderness, danger at sea, danger from false brothers and sisters in toil and hardship, through many sleepless nights, hungry and thirsty, often without food, cold and naked, and besides other things I am under daily pressure because of my anxiety for all the churches. Who is weak? And I am not weak. Who is made to stumble? And I am not indignant. If I must boast, I will boast of the things that show my weakness. The God and Father of the Lord Jesus, blessed be he forever, knows that I do not lie. In Damascus, the governor and the king Aretas set a guard on the city of Damascus in order to seize me. 
but I was let down in a basket through a window in the wall and escaped from his hands. If I must boast, I will boast of the things that show my weakness. The God and Father of the Lord Jesus knows that I do not lie. We're not called to boast. We're not called to say how good we are, how much better than everybody else we are. Because the bottom line is that we're all sinners, we're all fall short of the glory of God. And so anything we can boast of is worth nothing without him. So Paul will only boast about his weakness and the way in which God can use him. Not his own strength, but the strength that he receives through anything he achieves, he achieves through Christ. Our only boast can be of Christ. Just think of John the Baptist. Many times he was asked, you know, are you the Messiah? And he says, it's not me. Don't look at me. And he pointed to Jesus. For he was the Messiah. He was the anointed one. He was the chosen one. He was the one in which John would boast. The Holy Spirit himself, in us and for us, points us to Jesus. So our only boast can be about Jesus, our Christ, our Saviour. Now the collect or the special prayer for today. Lord of all power and might, the author and giver of all good things, graft in our hearts the love of your name. Increase in us true religion, Nourish us with all goodness, and of your great mercy keep us in the same. Through Jesus Christ, your Son, our Lord, who is alive and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. And as our Saviour taught us, so we pray. Our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as in heaven. Give us today our daily bread. Forgive us our sins as we forgive those who sin against us. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For the kingdom, the power and the glory are yours, now and forever. Amen. And the Lord bless us and preserve us from all evil and keep us in eternal life. Let us bless the Lord. Thanks be to God.